Hi there, this is Gordon, and I'm Karen's son-in-law. And She asked me to talk about friendship from the perspective of a guy. So I'm going to do my best here. But as I was thinking about this topic, friendship, I decided to take a deep dive into the Internet of Things and see what I could find out about men and friendships. And between blogs, articles, and other media, there seemed to be one common theme. American men are facing a health epidemic. And it's not being overweight. It's not having a dad bod or high blood pressure or wearing the same clothes that maybe you were wearing in 1998. It's not even heart disease. Apparently, we're all suffering from being alone. You're alone. And it's a health problem. It's the greatest health issue facing American men right now, apparently. You can Google it. It's a real thing. It's out there. People are studying this. And when I think about this in my own life, I can say without a doubt that this has been true for me. And I know other men who've qualified this happening in their own life as well. It happens. You know, you grow up, you become an adult, you get a job, work starts taking up more and more of your time, And then maybe you get married and you have kids and you buy a home and you've got all these things that you're responsible for and all these things that are keeping you busy and the car goes out and you got to get the oil changed and you got to do all these other things and it just starts to pile up and you've got to stay in shape. Oh, and by the way, you're a member of a church and now you're involved in ministry at the church and you've got all these things going on. You have little time for friendships with other guys. It's kind of like a snowball rolling down a hill. It's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Honestly, there's very little time for our bros, our dudes. And frankly, when we do get the time, we settle for grabbing a beer after work or maybe a quick lunch during the week to just catch up. What what TV show have you been watching? Talk about politics. Or the day's events. Sometimes it just gets easier to say, I've got a lot going on, you know, and uh, I, don't, I don't think I can get away this weekend. Which could mean you're just tired and exhausted and you're going to go binge two hours of Netflix. Am I right? Does that resonate with you? It does me. But wait, unfortunately, it gets worse. I, I also read about another study in 2015 from BYU that gathered data from 3.5 million people over 35 years and found that those who are lonely, isolated, or merely living by themselves are 26 to 32% more likely to die prematurely. Loneliness, it seems, is a bit of a train wreck. So why is that? Well, it's this 50-year-old's perspective that you, me, all of us guys, turns out we were made for each other. That doesn't sound very manly, but we were made for each other. I mean, literally, we were made to live in community with one another. We were designed by God to have friends and to have deep relationships. And there's science to back this up. Neurologists who study this stuff, they found evidence showing that our brain responds more strongly to friends than strangers. Even if the stranger has more in common with us. Spending time with friends has been shown to cause more activity in the parts of the brain that makes us feel good. And having long-lasting, valuable friendships appears to protect the brain 
from illness later in life, like dementia and older adults. You know, the Bible in Proverbs chapter 27, verses 17 says that iron sharpens iron. I mean, friendships hold us accountable. Friendships motivate and inspire us to follow Jesus. They sharpen us and we sharpen them. Jesus modeled this in his friendships with the 12 disciples. When you read the letters from the apostles in the New Testament, they're always talking about friends. They're calling these churches that they're writing to friends. God has called us to glorify him and love the Lord with all of our heart, our mind, and soul, and strength. And let's face it, we're never at our best in that calling. But having good male friends provides encouragement to glorify God in new ways. They can help us persevere in challenges. They can help us when disappointments come up. Think about the character of Jonathan in the Old Testament. He was the friend of one of the greatest kings in history. And it's recorded in 1 Samuel chapter 23, verse 16, that he went up to this place called Horesh, and it says, He strengthened the hand in God. Even a king needed a good friend to come alongside him. 2020 was tough. It was tough on everyone, and that's a huge understatement. We could barely get together, and a lot of us couldn't even get together at all. And we had to use Zoom and FaceTime, and it was miserable. It took COVID to make me realize that I need people. I need friends. I need male friends, and I need relationships that go deeper than the random beer after work. I need someone to ask me how my soul is doing, and I need to do that for other people. So here's a few things that I've been doing recently, and believe me, I'm not all that great at it, but I've been trying to be more intentional with friends uh, by being available even when I'm tired, you know, giving up time and energy when I know that I might not get anything back. But being more intentional in my conversations with friends, asking things like, how can I pray for you? These kinds of things seem like they'd be easy, but, you know, they can disappear into the wind of the moment when you're caught up in a conversation. And, you know, if you don't have a friend and you need to make a friend, do this thing. Meditate on the friend that you have in Jesus. And if you don't know him, he's awesome, and you should get to know him. And also, fair warning, don't expect to go find a perfect friend. They don't exist. Actually, I think it's better if you go look for an imperfect friend, but maybe somebody who has the capability to be faithful, to be a faithful friend. You know, for example, like it's good to have a friend who can encourage you But you also need a friend who is really good at opening up a can of, well, you know what I'm saying. Somebody who can open up a can of truth, right? So, my friends, that's all I got. Thanks for listening. I hope this has encouraged you.